0: I-V-M. You are listening to The Signal Daily Brought to you by Front Page Studios Been barely a few days since its release but Pathan has already become the buzzword for whole of India and Bollywood couldn't be any happier as reported by the Indian Express, Pathan has already grossed 201 crore rupees, collected another 112 crore rupees a prod. All put together, that's a cool 313 crore rupees. With these impressive numbers, Pathan has broken all previous records. It has emerged as the fastest Hindi film to have breached the 300 crore mark in just three days. The collections have already covered the 250 crore rupee production cost of the spy thriller. And it seems the jolly old days of Bollywood when action-packed thrillers raked in the moolah are bad. So why is Pathan Bollywood's comeback movie? I know, I know, you think the answer is Shah Rukh Khan and I do too. He's the king of Bollywood after all. And what a way to make a comeback. SRK and action is a hit recipe. But there are a few other things about the film that are filling the crowds with an endorphin rush. Those who have watched it know what I am talking about and those who haven't are also probably aware of Salman Khan's cameo. Come on, it's not a spoiler if it's everywhere. But frankly, this has been a great unexpected crossover which had the fans ogling for more. And from what it looks like, SRK may make a small appearance when Salman Khan's Tiger 3 hits the screen in May. It's not been a joyride for the producers and its stars. As you know, Pathan has faced trolling and boycotts over a song. However, these tactics barely made a dent in the success of the movie. Bollywood had failed to deliver success stories after the pandemic was over. To top it, South Indian films, especially the Telugu film industry, delivered a string of multi crore blockbusters, including KGF, Pushpa and Rajamouli's all-time record-smashing RRR. It reportedly collected over 1,250 crore. Rupees. So, Pathan has been a welcome relief for Bollywood the cradle of song, dance, and action potboiler. Have you watched Patan yet? For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hello, I'm Farheen Khan, and this is the Deep Dive for 30th January 2023. By now, I'm sure you would have heard of the Hindenburg hit on the Adani Group. Let me quickly recap, just in case you have not. Last week, New York-based Hindenburg Research, an investing firm that is famous for identifying companies with dodgy financials or products and exposing them, released a damning report on the Adani Group. It said that the Adani Group company's astronomic valuations were pretty much hot air. Specifically, it alleged that the group was pulling the largest corn in corporate history through brazen stock manipulation and accounting fraud using offshore tax havens. And late on Sunday night, the Adani group finally broke their silence and responded to these allegations. And let me tell you, it's a detailed 400-page-long response and it claims that the Hindenburg report is a lie and everything it is based on is, quote, selective and manipulative presentation of matters already known to the public, unquote. Oof, shots are flying. The Adani group have also hit back at this research firm, calling it an unethical short-seller, and claimed that its report is, quote, intended only to create a false market in securities to enable Hindenburg, an admitted short-seller, to book massive financial gain through wrongful means at the cost of countless investors. What's more, Adani is charging back at Hindenburg with allegations of undermining the integrity of Indian institutions. Now, just to clarify, the short-seller dig at the investment research firm. Before publishing their investigative reports, Hindenburg also takes short positions on those companies' stocks or bonds. A short position is a bet that the stock will fall. In this case, it said it was going short on bonds issued by Adani Group firms in the US markets. Incidentally, the short seller is named after the Hindenburg, a German passenger airship that blew up in a ball of fire, killing 36 passengers in 1937 in the US. Nathan Anderson, the founder, does have a dark sense of humour, wouldn't you say? The company had famously called out Nikola, the truck maker, as a fraud floating on an ocean of lice. The Nikola stock crumpled under the onslaught. Hindenburg's salvo against Adani was timed to perfection. That is, a day before Adani Enterprise's $2.5 billion follow on share sale was to open to the public. In two days, $50 billion of market value was wiped out of Adani Group shares. Adani Enterprises share prices nosedived by around 20% before closing at 2762.15 rupees a piece on the BSE. That is 1% below the FPO floor price banks that are managing the issue fear that it might have to be postponed or the price devised downwards, both of which would be a blow to the groups, particularly its founder Gautam Adani, who had built up a reputation of being an empire builder, as he rose from relative obscurity to the third richest man in the world in three years. Adani's fortune has declined by $22.5 billion, and he has already slipped to seventh in Forbes magazine global ranking of the rich rich Bloomberg cited unnamed group insiders as claiming that the follow-on issue and its price will not change, denying that its issue managers are thinking about it. It has, predictably, called the hit malicious and timed to torpedo the public offer. Adani officials met its bondholders on a conference call and assured them that everything is under control. They reportedly answered some of the questions raised by Hindenburg but said detailed replies to all of the questions will only come after January 31st when the FPO is done and dusted. The tremors of the falls were felt all over the market. The Sensex fell by 874 points and Nifty Bank lost over 1,300 points. Much of Adani's debt, 81,000 crore rupees to be precise, is held by the Indian public sector banks. Its biggest creditor, SBI, lost 54,618 crore rupees in market cap. LIC's 77,000 crore rupee investment in the Adani Group has shrunk to 53,000 crore rupees. As a result, scrutiny is rising. SEBI is said to be probing the allegations, although many of them have been made earlier by Indian journalists. Morgan Stanley Capital International, which runs the MSCI indices, has asked market participants for their views on Adani shares. It remains to be seen whether they will remove them from its key indices. Should that happen, it will lead to another stock route. When the markets open on Monday, all eyes will be on Adani's next moves. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast, so feel free to shoot an email at hello at signal.co the Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was written, researched and produced by Aritra, edited by Dinesh Narayan, mastered and mixed by Prasenjit Das. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the Signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn and Twitter.